be the first kid on my block to get a confirmed kill. Smoke from the Lucy drip, hold it like a crucifix. Blow from the nose, I'm a dragon to a no. Got an average of being excellent, the media just don't. Like the ratio of heroin, the laxative is soul. Welcome to Nerd Words with Nate and Lee, the weekly rant on all things pop culture and entertainment. He says, Senzo Tanaka is his Shidoshi. What's the difference if Bruce Springsteen is his Shidoshi? If Senzo Tanaka is his Shidoshi, then show us the Dimak. Now, here are your hosts, Nate and Lee. I could be a star now. you want so welcome to that was pretty loud <laughs> do you want to start over that, see this is this is the beauty of being able to edit oh after yeah yeah you you because like i can just go in and cut all that shit off welcome to another episode yeah, i'm too loud <laughs> welcome welcome that's good welcome to another episode of nerd words with nate and lee my name is nathan lee is on vacation i am here with uh my good friend chance hello and we're just gonna, you know, wax uh, poetic about gaming and whatever today. So, um, I guess the first thing that we can talk about is the fact that it's Wednesday and neither of us are in Indianapolis. That is unfortunate. Uh, I miss it. So, um, yeah, I don't really, I, I, I'm not really missing it that much this year. Last year, I got deathly ill after going, and I was kind of like, oh, that, uh, wasn't so fun. I had like a stomach bug for like eight weeks afterwards. It was awful. Right. They call it the con plague. Mm. Yeah. I've also heard it called con cough or con crud. So for people listening uh, that don't know what Gen Con is, and I'm assuming that you do, but if you don't, um, Gen Con is, it's a, a like a week long or four or five day long um, gaming convention. It's like a traditional tabletop gaming convention. Um, they've got like cards and, um, you know, collectibles and miniatures and tabletop games, Dungeons and Dragons, stuff like that. Mecca for nerds. Yeah. It's, um, it's the largest North American gaming convention. Um, last year, I think they had like 60,000, 56,000 people or something like that. So it's a lot of fun. You meet a lot of cool and interesting people. Um, you get assaulted by a lot of interesting smells. So um, when was the first year that you went? Um, for f- 2011. I think that's f- like four years ago, yeah. 2011. And that was, a, that was the year I went with you, right? Yeah. So you've only been there once? I've only ever been there once. Uh, I've been gaming for like 30 years, though. I know it's sad. Um, so I, what I wanted to ask about, what I wanted to kind of discuss since we're in here just kind of like chilling by the way this is not playing live because the radio station doesn't work um but uh what i wanted to kind of like discuss was like what were your first experiences with gaming um a friend uh named iroquois in fifth or sixth grade you had a friend named iroquois yes yeah uh he invited me over and he had all these really cool like um plastic, I don't want to say dolls, but they were like non-movable figurines, Mm -hmm. but they were like, I don't know, like four to six inches each. And I think they were like early D&D play toys that Mm -hmm. you would use. 
Uh, and I was like, what's this? And he told me it's Dungeons and Dragons. And that was pretty much first ed. That, were they plastic? Or yeah. Were? No, they were totally plastic. All like that crappy plastic too. Yeah, because the, the first version of Dungeons and Dragons was called something else, wasn't it? Uh, Chainmail. Yeah. Uh, and but it was I just like a little that. pamphlet. Yeah. And that was that was like, if my memory serves correctly, that was like the late 60s, wasn't it? In the 76. Oh, uh, was it, was it Well, that? no, it was a little earlier than that. They created it. D&D came out in 76. Um, that was created a little earlier from tabletop wargaming. They wanted to play with just one guy on the battlefield, not an entire army anymore, as far as, far as the history of D&D I know. And I know that um, D&D, well, the creator of D&D is a guy that created Gen Con. And I actually did a little research the other day, and Gen Con stands for Geneva Conventions. And it's a play on words. Why it's a play on words is because obviously it was supposed to be like a wargaming convention, but it also took place in Lake Geneva in Wisconsin. Right, that's where it first started. And... <laughs> Excuse me, I'm just coughing on the microphone. And uh, I think the first one had like 90 people. Not very many. Yeah, it's a very small little convention, little regional convention. And over the course of like 35 years, it's completely blown up to the point where, like, I think they were saying there's going to be like probably 65,000 people there this year. It's huge. Neither of which are us. Uh, I have school, and uh, you have a life with children and kids, and right, no children, money, children and kids. Yes, children and kids, right, and a and, wife, and no money, and no money. So um, the first time, what? Now, how old were you when you first? Around ten, so ten years fifth old, fifth or sixth grade. I don't remember the exact. Can I ask I a 10. question that's completely just like, what? What kind of parents named their kid Iroquois? Uh, they were weird. <laughs> <laughs> they were weird. That was. Uh, a brownstone on Edson in Lombard, if you know where that's at. Anybody listening? I apologize if you're listening, Iroquois, but that's a weird fucking name. So the first time I ever gamed, like obviously I think I think like the first gaming I ever did was video games, like Nintendo. Um, but like the actual like legitimate tabletop gaming, um, I think I was probably about 12 and I was, uh, I was at the library and there was a bunch of guys from the neighborhood that were there that I, you know, I kind of knew like I was acquainted with, but, um, they were sitting in one of the, they had like these like private study rooms or whatever with like a long table and a bunch of them were in there playing, you know, whatever. Uh, I think they were playing Dungeons and Dragons. I had never seen it before. And I kind of like was nosy and uh, they were kind of like not super cool with me watching, but it looked fun. Um, you know, I've always been into weird stuff and uh, I've always been into using my imagination. Um, so I figured, you know, OK, well, I'll give it a try and I'll play. And that was about that. Like, the, I think that was the, the end of my not gaming career. Right. Once you start. It's hard to stop. Yeah, we, we uh, I had, um, where I grew up, there was like probably about eight or nine people in town that I knew of, of like a little bit older or my age that gamed. And um, yeah, I, I, I think I, I played D&D probably for like two or three years. That, that was like the only thing that I played. And then um, somebody had bought like a, vampire the masquerade book 
and I think that was the second game that I ever played, and um, I enjoyed it, although I really didn't understand it because I, I didn't read the book, you know, full admission. I, I, I didn't read the book at all. As most LARPers don't. Well, the, actually, this was before this was before LARP. This was like the the first. Um, it actually, could have been the second edition. Like Vampire. The, yeah, it was the, it was a tabletop book, um, but I don't I don't remember like exactly what edition it was. But right, I right. think this probably had to have been in like ninety four. I would say that had to be at least second at the earliest. Yeah, probably it, first. Yeah, it, it might have been. Anyways, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, it was like 94. Uh, I think I was like, it was, I, th- I think it was the summer before I went into high school. Right. And I graduated. Um, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it seems like a big deal. Like when you put it numerically like that, like now it doesn't really seem no. like, oh, whatever. It was we, like a four year difference. Right. We've been friends for a while. Yeah. But back then it was like, oh, that guy graduated in 94. Like I just was starting. Um, but yeah, that, that, that I, I played that a couple of times, and then I didn't play really any. I didn't. I didn't do any gaming for probably. I want to say like three or four years. I just got into other stuff. Um, pot, girls. yeah, pot and girls. Yeah. Um, and then uh, how I got back into it. I had never played live action before. I was I was working at an amusement park. It was like a corporate amusement park. Okay. And a bunch of the people that worked there, they were my age or a little bit older. And I would always see them like on break and, you know, they were like standing around in a circle playing rock, paper, scissors. That and would look like, confusing. Yeah. I was like, what are the, and then they would say things like they would just like say random terms and like half of them didn't make sense to me. But then like every once in a while, there'd be something that I'd pick out. And right. I'd be like, you know, and I just kind of like, I would say for like a month, I just never even said anything. I just kind of was like, well, whatever. And then, uh, you know, I was like, hey, what are you guys doing? And uh, they were like, oh, you know, we play this this game, this this vampire game. And I was like, oh, is it like this? Is it like Vampire the Masquerade? And they were like, oh, yeah, we play that. And I was like, but wow, how are you? Like, it's weird that you're doing it with rock, paper, scissors. And then that's that's how I got into it. Um that's where I met you. Like, right, right. After, after that. Because um, I ran the game in Lombard. Yeah, that was the first. In Lalesha Park. I think that was the first game that I ever went to um, that wasn't. Uh, actually, okay. So the, the, first, the first games I ever went to were in Naperville. Right. In downtown Riverwalk. Naperville at the Riverwalk. Right. And this was like in the mid to late 90s. Right. <laughs> and... Uh, that I, th- I think that's, that's pretty much how I met all of the, like the majority of all the friends that I have that are not like recently met through school or whatever. Right. Uh, pretty much everybody I know I met because of gaming in one shape, form, or fashion. Right. Right. Me too. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I, like I don't remember like a lot of the details from from those years, but yeah, well, it's uh, old times. Uh, I don't remember exactly when we met. I just remember you coming with some people from Romeoville. Um, and I had ran many games in Lombard at that point. Um, our favorite, you know, every summer we would play from, you know, when school got out to like October when we couldn't stand the cold anymore. So uh, it, it was fun back then. Uh, I, I'm just not into LARPing anymore. No, no, no. that's 
normally when uh, I would go to the convention, like uh, I, I was on staff for the game. That's the one year that you went. That's, right, right. Um, but as far as like actually like role playing in a live action setting with people, yeah, I don't, that's not really much of an interest to me anymore. Um, what uh, do you still do? Like any gaming? Oh yeah, uh, every Saturday I play with a group of people um, that we like to play various games, mostly mostly Pathfinder. Um, but I run a D six game now and then, uh, a Mutants and Masterminds game, and I'm gearing up to run BattleTech for somebody. I don't know who yet, but uh, we'll see what gaming group is mostly interested in it. So, um, you you play. Uh, why, why did I just have a brain fart? You play D and D without you know whatever. It's Pathfinder now, yeah, but yes, Pathfinder. Um, and you play Mutants and Masterminds, it's a superhero game, and you play BattleTech. Yep. And so w- lay out your credentials for me. Like what other? Um, well, uh, like I said, I've been uh, gaming or storytelling DMing uh, for thirty years, uh, off and on. I uh, started with D&D, uh, First Ed, the red boxes, or maybe that was Second Ed. I'm pretty sure it's still First Ed. Um, so the red and the blue box, <clears throat> uh, basic and ad- uh, expert and advanced. Yeah, that's uh, pretty old school. Right, right. Uh, then uh, a friend of mine got me into D6, Star Wars. So you just a mass amount of D6s. kind of gets chaotic at times. Um, but I still, I think it plays true to the Star Wars um, atmosphere or um, genre the most. Because um, the, the D20 system or the Saga system, I just don't feel a level-based game is is good for the system or the world. Uh, and then I have not played the newest version of Star Wars, but I've heard it's kind of cool. But it's got some weird dice, so you definitely have to get used to that. I just want to state for the record that that whole, all of that was some serious geek shit. Like, if you don't know about, like, tabletop gaming, like, that was completely... You cannot follow that at all, right? I'll try to I'll try to dumb it down for you. So, oh no, I don't care if you do or not. I, oh, I figure right. if you if you if you want to like participate in the geek conversation, you have to have a level of geek cred that involves sitting in a dark room or or a well lit room, but usually in a basement with large quantities of dice and paper and books. Mountain Dew. If, if you yeah, with your with your. You know, soda beverage of choice. I don't like Mountain Dew, but that's a good one. <laughs> that That's the very stereotypical. And, you know, nowadays people like, they go, oh, well, you know, you need to avoid those old stereotypes. But they're true. They are true. I like, mean, like all of us started, whether we were fat, sloppy geeks or we were skinny, sloppy geeks or whatever, we all started in like a weird room with a bunch of other people rolling dice. Right, right. If you don't have that experience... I question your actual credibility as a nerd. Yeah, no, totally. I, I would agree with that. Um, if you'd like me to continue, that would probably bring me up to the nineties. <laughs> <90s. laughs> um, after that, uh, I found uh, Robotech, the cartoon series, also the D and D cartoon series, but that didn't bring me into D and D. But the Robotech cartoon series brought me to Palladium, uh, who also make riffs. If you've ever played that game or even heard of it, it's chaotic, but fun. Um, what else have I played? Yeah. Obviously, Mutants and Masterminds. And these and these companies have been making books for decades. Like, BattleTech's been out for like thirty years. Yeah, yeah I know. I know that crazy. Palladium was around when I was in my really early teens, and probably before that. Right. And 
like they're still around kicking out, out books. Yeah. Um, so, you know, Battletech in the 90, 94, I think I got into it. Um, where, and then my friends started making custom mechs and I was still using the, the regular, um, you know, mechs and they would just destroy me. So we stopped kind of playing that. Uh, we dabbled in making our own games. Uh, we made this gangland type game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was kind of cool based off D and D rules. Uh, but we yeah. got rid of that. I think we've all kind of yeah, gone yeah. down that road a That's little kind bit. of like a geek cred card too, you know? Wow, that was disgusting. That was that was kind of gross. Uh, so after that, um, you know, various games here and there. Um, if you name it, I've probably played it. If not, I've heard of it. Um, but there's definitely core games that I, I that I stick to. Um, I got rid of all my vampire books. I was just done with that How genre. Dare you? I know, but you know, after playing it and running it for so long, and you know, our friend Bob, he has. All right. of them still. So if I ever wanted to run a game. Well, and I think too, like, not to interrupt you, but I think like the importance of the books nowadays is diminished because you can get a PDF. Yes. You can get a PDF of anything that's ever been made for a game pretty much ever. Right. And I still have the PDFs of the books. So I, right. No, I so I it's like you them. have the books, but now right. you don't have the space being taken up by them. Right. Which my wife likes. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't have that. So I still have books. Right. Cause nobody gives a shit about the space that that's like, there's nothing else. Right. I don't have kids. I don't, I'm not married. So, so I that's have books. That's just my, um, tabletop experience. And obviously LARP as well. Um, L5R, uh, another big one that I enjoy thoroughly. I played the card game, brought me right to the tabletop game. I learned everything I could about it. Um, war games, uh, Battletech, obviously, but when I was talking in the tabletop sense, it was more MechWarrior RPG. Um, uh, 40K, I got out of that recently. It just is a t- uh, money sink. Yeah. Bad money sink. Plus, I never, they keep never changing the rules. Yeah. yeah. I never I never got into um, to Warhammer. I always liked the, I guess the like the story or whatever behind it, but I never, I, I've never purchased any Warhammer miniatures. I've never really had the disposable income to invest into it. Well, we've played the RPG. Yeah, yeah, no, that that for sure. Like, I, I like the story aspect of it, right. like what little bit about it that I know. But as far as like, like the miniature thing. I had a lot of friends growing up that were super into making minis and, you know, the strategic and, you know, the, the finer points of, like, mostly even D&D. Like, I had a guy that I, I used to paint miniatures for, and he just had them for D&D. Right. But he had, he had fucking boxes of them, just, right. like, crates of, you know, here's a monster, here's a, you know, a slime, here's whatever. Right, I got all those. But... I never, I was like, I, yeah, that's that's just like a lot of shit to, the, it's very time consuming. It is. So I never really got into that. Um, I don't know if you recently saw one of my Facebook posts of my son, <laughs> my son who's 13. Uh, he, he's running his own game now for yeah. his friends. So it's kind of like cool to pass the torch off because um, I was running a game for all of the kids that are his age. So my daughter, my son, their friends. Uh, and now he is kind of taking the mantle. Uh, and it's really cool to see that from like a geek father standpoint. Yeah, I, I think that uh, to some degree, again, this is me just as an outsider because I don't have kids. I always thought it was kind of weird when like generations of people 
you know, like, oh, my kid. But really, I mean, it's not that. It's 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 pretty cool. I, I would rather, and this is the, I, I tread lightly when I say this, I would rather you teach your children how to play Dungeons and Dragons or, you know, some tabletop game than take them to church, personally. I actually would agree with you, um, but let's not talk about right. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, as far as, like, teaching them a role-playing game, I think there's a lot of merit to it. You know, you teach them... Um, you know, math, quick math too, um, teamwork, uh, problem solving, um, leadership skills. Uh, there's so many things that they learn from playing a, a role playing game. Right, and it, and just teaching them how to use their imagination, I think, is pretty cool too. Right, with so many games now where it just shows you everything. Right, you know, they you can't imagine anything anymore. Right, it's uh, like. I don't know. Say what you want about video games. I, I do enjoy video games, but there's a certain, like, there's a lack of, you know, it's you, a lot of games you have to use creativity to solve problems and stuff like that, but it's much easier to solve a problem in a game. Do you like that squeaky arm? I do. That's a good squeaky like, arm. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> it's, it's much easier to solve a problem in a game than it is to sit at a table and you're using essentially your imagination or small grids to kind of, like, figure out Right, what someone's describing to you. So, I definitely think it it improves your listening skills. It it improves your problem solving capabilities. Uh, and uh, you know, if you can be like awesome while you do it, right, right. Um, I think that like a lot of kids might not be into it because their parents are into it, so they might think it's weird. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited and glad that mine at least gave it a try and they liked it and they were interested. So I think it's just weird for me that like uh, people I grew up playing games with are now parents and have children. Yeah, it's thirteen. I, I still can't conceive of that. That there's like like oh you know you're a parent that plays role playing games. That's just weird to me. Well, it like, sounds weird. Growing up there, I didn't know any parents that were into gaming. Like my parents were never into anything like that. Like no, my mom all. thought it was of the devil. She ripped up several of my books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I think there was like a brief period of time where my mom was like, "Oh, you know, I heard this, that, and the other about it," and I'm like, "No, that's wrong." That's well, completely wrong. Well, in the 80s, they actually had some like PSAs about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go on the internet and look these up. Yeah. Uh, there was a movie Tom Hanks did. Uh, I own it. I don't remember what it's called right now. It's like for the life of me, I'm forgetting what it's called. But um, you can get it on DVD. Um, and basically, he takes it too far and he believes that he's the character that he was playing. So they you, like, You're not the character you play? No. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> You needed to put that to bed. Yeah, that, no, I, I've, I've, I'm fully, I've fully realized all of the the characters that I've ever played in my head, and they all work together in a harmonious yet insane. Right. No, I'm totally no, kidding. That's, I know what that's you mean. nonsense. Right. It's like that's like saying like, oh, you took a theater class, so you know, and you played Jack the Ripper in a theater class. It's clearly, you're Jack so the now Ripper you're now. Jack the Ripper for right, sure. Right. Right. What was your favorite character? You ever played? Uh, uh, I don't. One? I don't. I can't even like name any of them. None. No. I mean, you've played a lot that yeah, I've known that's, of. That's you. the that's the problem. I don't, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I I I used to have this opinion that like I would make a character, right? And uh, you know, if I got into that character, I would I would play it. You know, try to portray the character. You know, the way that I wrote it. Called role playing. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's like it's like. I guess it would have to be like if you're an actor in a TV show. Right. Like once that show's over, like 
Right. The character. I, I'm sure there's actors and actresses that they can go back and say they had a favorite role. Yeah, though. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Like mostly for me, it was just like favorite games I went to or favorite games I played. But right, right. I mean, the characters are. I don't. I don't have like. Oh man, this one was really like every once in a while I'll go back and like look at my stacks of paper that I yeah. have and I'll be like, oh, that was that was interesting. That was a cool character, right. but. Um, I, I can't really think of one off the top of my head that I would say was my favorite. Got it. That's cool. What about you? Because you asked a question, so I, I'm oh, assuming well, I, you have. Obviously, I do, and I can't believe that you'd even have to ask that. <laughs> Everybody that knows me should know which one I like the most. I name all of my, uh, you know, any game character that you can name, uh, I name I name it this name. So Look at this. Look at this. Shh. So real quick, what I just want to draw a tattoo. Shoe? So the other day. Did you kill a guy? I'm sorry to interrupt this, but the other day I was, uh, I went shopping and I came home and I was like, oh, I'm going to make some like pasta. Right. And I'm opening this can of crushed tomatoes. It's like a big, like 30 ounce can of crushed tomatoes. All right. And I'm using this can opener. I have the worst luck with can openers. And so, it, you know, I cut around and it like opens a can, but the lid doesn't like pop. So you got to like pry it open. Right. So normally you'd have to pry it open. Well, I can't fit a knife because it basically didn't move. So I can't fit a knife like in there to pry it open. All right. So I was like, well, I'll just push it down a little bit and then I'll be able to get some space. And I pushed down like directly in the center. I don't know why. Right. And it just went boop and just popped, just <laughs> sauce in every direction. Like I had, I had sauce on my glasses. It was like on the wall behind where I was at. Right. It was all over my shirt. Was this at your pants. apartment? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see it. Yeah. So. Well, you no, cl- you I did a good it. job cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I have sauce all over Still my shoe that shoe, I just, yeah. just on both there. sides. Oh, that's weird. Like look, those are splatters. Yeah. It splattered like that on my feet. That's crazy. Yeah. So that was that was a that was a blast. Yeah. So, anyways, right. back to back to the question at hand. Um. So yeah, uh, like I said, if anybody knows me, it would be Sarabella. So it's unfortunate that I like that character, but uh, I love her. You are one of those gentlemen that plays female characters. Um, when it came, when it when it comes time, uh, I didn't make the character. Uh, I took over a game from a gentleman we know. Uh, I don't know if we're allowed to name names here. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, everybody knows not, who it we're is. Not, we're not saying anything. Bad, bad about, about him, anybody. right, right. Um, so I took over his game when he didn't want to run it anymore. Um, he practically just handed it over. That That is like one of the worst things about, we'll, we'll get to that in a right, minute. Right, right, okay. So he hands it over and he gives me all these NPCs and he had one that was a female that wasn't named but was like this ultra-powerful Methuselah um, that hadn't been out yet and but was integral to his plot. And when I took it over, I needed to finish his plot and... I brought her out once. I liked the way I played her. I don't know what that says about me. Um, but a lot of people had fun interactions with her. So the next game, I continued to play her. And people continued to have fun with her. Uh, so I fleshed her out more and more. Uh, and then that's just how she came to be. It's not like I actually created her myself. So well, you, you kind of well, did. I, but yeah. yeah, I guess. That's, I see what you're I mean, saying. You didn't, you didn't create the, the basic concept. but Right. So... Um, we kind of just touched on this a little bit. Um, what do you think is the most annoying part about like what all things aside, responsibilities, life issues, whatever, what would you say would be the biggest turnoff of a, like a large style game? And we'll just use LARP as an example. Cause okay. we both have a, 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 just a 
legion of years. Right, right. Um, you can use LARP or tabletop. It doesn't really matter. I think for my, for me, it would be the same. It would be making, and this is coming from a uh, GM or storyteller standpoint. As a player, we can get into that in a minute. But as a uh, GM or storyteller, I think it's giving everybody enough limelight so that they don't mm-hmm. get bored or you know decide to go on their own tangents and either mess with the plot or mess with other people. Um, thus, you know, destroying the continuity of the game or destroying other people's fun. Right. So I think that's the biggest. I think for me, the the thing that I found the most annoying as a as a storyteller, um, ju- like like I'm I'm just gonna use this as an example. This is not an experience as a storyteller I ran into, okay. but as a storyteller who played, you right. know, as a player. Right. Is this my game? No, <laughs> no, no. This is this is um, like uh, I think that the most annoying thing for me going into a game, being a storyteller myself and playing in someone else's game, um, is is inconsistency. Yes. the The worst thing for me is like I I understand that people in in anything are not going to be one hundred percent impartial. People are going to have favorite other people. They're gonna. There, there's a level of favoritism in all things in life. Right. It's completely unavoidable, but in so many different situations, the circumstances are are overwhelming. When you have like people that, uh, like for me, gaming has always just been about. Uh, you know, if I'm gonna run a game, if I'm gonna storytell a game, it's to you know give entertainment to people. Right, and tell a story at the right. same time. Right. It, well, you know, and I, if I really wanted to tell a story, I'd just be a writer. Fair enough. But I want to tell a story in the confines of providing entertainment for other people. Providing entertainment for other people is entertaining to me, to a degree. Sometimes I just don't care. But for the most part, providing entertainment to other people is why I would run a, a game. Why I would, you know, take the time to work out all the details and blah, 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 blah. It's a huge undertaking to storytell a game. It is, it is, it is. And when I go to a game or play in a game where initially you get this reaction from the person running it like, oh, it's so good, it's going to be so great, it's da 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 And then you go and you're like, you didn't do anything. Or you go and you realize that it's it's become like this weird kind of like cult of personality ego stroke fest. Where like there's there's one guy or one group of people, and they're kind of like gearing all of their energy and all of their attention to just kind of like inflate these other people, or alternately, you know, shit on people, you know, shit on some opposite group of people. I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm not, you know, I'm no, not, no, no, I'm not, not specifics, but, but, but yeah, I, no. I mean, th- there it's 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 happened so many times in in my life, like. You know, especially from like the LARPing perspective, because right. like I LARPed pretty much consistently from the ages of like 16 to probably like, I don't know, like 30, no, 28 yeah. or 30 years old. So, yeah. And that was pretty much nonstop. Right. People join clicks, you know, and you want to continue playing with your with your click. Um, and yeah. And I and I get that. Like that that really isn't a problem to me. But. So in my experience, you know, in the early days of me doing this, there were kind of like there was a group of people that 
you know, they, they kind of like seemed like they knew more, you know, they, they kind of like seemed more educated and, you know, they ran games mm-hmm. and, you know, as me, as someone who was a novice, I was just like, oh, whatever, you know, they're, they're somehow, you know, in this hierarchy okay. above me. I, I don't know that, as yeah, much, you, and you know, it's all perception. Like, right, right. You know, I don't, I don't think that they're above me, you know, in life. Right. Just right. like in this situation, okay, those guys are the bosses. They know what's going on. And then as you play these games longer, and you kind of see yourself on that outside looking in, you see all the flaws in that idea. Right. You see all. Okay, these people are are bullshit. You know, these people are not. You know, they're not the bosses of anything. In fact, most of them don't really know what's going on. So that's that's the annoyance that, for me, that, that's the thing that, that was always most annoying about going to games. Right. Is that Does that affect, like, a small group more or a larger group more, do you think? I, you know, I don't know. I mean, in those days, see, I always wondered, like, you, you would go to games, you know, years ago, and again, this is pretty much like exclusively to like LARPing, but you would go to these games years ago and you'd see, you know, dozens and dozens and dozens of people, you know, sometimes in excess of 100, 110, 120. I remember running those games. And, tough. and, um, and it, they, they all went away. I mean, there, you can't really nowadays find a game like that unless you go to a convention. And even like a good convention game, you might get like 95 or 100 people. Right. Um, I think that they still have games of that size through um, One World by Night. Yeah, yeah, they do. But, uh, but those games, little secret, and this is probably going to be controversial if anybody from those games is listening. They suck. No, I don't. They're I don't, they're awful. I'm not arguing with you. Yeah, they're they're not good games, and they don't have good players. Right. I went to one once. Yeah, it's, I, I was went, not a fun enjoyment. Was it like three or four years ago? I went to uh, the Midwinter convention okay in wisconsin yeah in milwaukee i remember when you went to that and uh it was a fun weekend but the game was awful number one the first thing that was the worst was as an experienced gamer when you go to a convention you have an expectation that if you're not involved in their chronicle uh some some level of pre-generated character will be provided for you it should be now i had never played in uh, in an obi-wan game before i'd never Never been to an event or anything like that. I had no, had no previous interaction. I, I I played in like local games, and the local games were big enough to sustain, you know, dozens of people. Right. So right. I never had a reason to go to an Obi Wan game. And if you, if you grew up kind of like in the Naperville Lombard, you know, area, there were games every night you could play. There were. So you didn't really need to venture outside of your. <laughs> you didn't really need to venture outside of your comfort zone. But uh, so we went to this convention because we had been kind of like referred to it. And, you know, in the last half a dozen years or so, the that gaming community kind of dwindled. Yes. Um, so we were like, screw it. We went to this convention. And not only did they not have anything pre-prepared, you know, bully for me, whatever, get over it. But the fact that we had never played before, they looked at us like, what do you mean you never played before? Right. We're like, we, we, there's, this is a convention. Like, this is a Vampire the Masquerade convention. We didn't know it was exclusive to, you know, to you guys. Right. Right. So, so you know, that was just kind of like, 
when I played, it seemed like everybody was like really high level. Yeah. Oh um, yeah. And they had had their characters for years and they, they wouldn't like, they wouldn't mess with each other at all. There was like these boundaries they wouldn't cross and truces that were made, which is cool for a game. Yeah. But at the same time, I've, I heard rumors, not that I know if these are true, but a lot of people bought their characters. Um, again, I don't know if these are true, um, but you know, you could always donate is what I heard. And I was like, so I'm donating for awesome stuff. It's like, all oh right. yeah, yeah, I hate that too. Like it, the the like pay to play mentality. Um, I've heard that's a pretty big issue, or or it has been a pretty big. I don't, I don't even know if these are like legitimate issues that even exist anymore because I'm so far removed from that community. But when I played, you know, there was a lot of like, oh well, he paid you know fifty bucks for this or and. That that to me, there, there's a level of a lack of integrity. Right. I'm not cool with that because, you know, why are you paying for number one? Why are you, why are you paying for something that's completely not a thing? <laughs> yes. It's not. It's not even like it's. It's worse to me than paying for like a skin in a video game. I've done that. And I've done it too. Like I, 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 I was one of those people that was like, I will never do. I will never pay for like a, you know, a design change in a video game. But I've done it. Right. Right. But that is more substantial than paying for experience points on a paper character that could die. Right. And then right. you have nothing. That, that, right. That not only could die. Right. But there's nothing. There is literally nothing tangible. Right. That you're paying for. Right. You're paying for points on a piece of paper for your imagination. So that you could lord it over other people. Right. 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 So yeah, that that's that's a thing. As a player, I always was like, really? Right. But this all comes down to it's not the player's fault. No. No, it's it, the, it's the runner, people that the people are organizing yes. the game. Right. Uh that's one thing we never did in Lombard. Uh is you know, make people pay to play the game. I know some groups did. Yeah, I was going to say that that's something that you you never did. Right, I never did. No, I know that <laughs> I know that it had been done, and I I had given money to play games. Don't get me wrong, but that was to pay for the location. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I knew what it was going for. It wasn't just you know going into somebody's pocket. Yeah, know, we like, we we played uh, at uh, Chasers for a while. Um, I don't know if you ever played there. Is that the bar? Or is that the that cabin? was that no Chasers was. The nightclub slash laser tag. Never. Uh, it's gone now. Oh, it was okay. it was over by um, Fox Valley Mall. Okay. But that was like uh, for a while. Um, yeah, like, would have like, been a cool scene though. Oh no! It was a cool place to play. It right. was it was like I think five or eight bucks every Saturday to play there. But bad. so you know most of these games are are general generally outdoors. Yes. So come winter your season is either over or you find an indoor venue to play in. Right. Like the cabin. Right. And that, that place was cool too. I, I right. really dug that place. It was like $5 a week. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't even think it was that much. I think, it, I think it was like two bucks. Maybe two. I, yeah. I don't remember. It was a while ago. I yeah, was just five, five pulling is, a number. Five is on the high end. Right. Like a dollar, $2. <laughs> there was even a time when we played in, uh, what is the name of that? Um, ch- challenge, challenge games, I want to say, in, in Fox Valley Mall. Um, this was right after the revised edition of that game came out. Okay. And I think I played there twice, uh, but it was a lot of people I didn't care for. Right. That was the biggest problem for me with that scene. Right. 
Was it was a lot of people I didn't care for. There, there, there usually is. Did you ever play when we played at Cosmic Charlie's? I have no idea what Cosmic Charlie's. That was, was a comic book store in downtown Lombard. No, uh, all right. No, it's when when was that? Um, I don't even remember there being a comic book store in Lombard. I think it was after we played at Tom Lacante's house because that's really kind of where we started. Then uh, Tom's mom wouldn't let us play there anymore, so we moved to yeah. Cosmic Charlie's. Then we moved to Lilacia. Yeah, the first time I ever played was in Lilacia Park. Got it. In in Lombard, anyways. Yes. Um, and I think that you were running the game with somebody else. That was the first time I ever played. I've I've ran it with many other people. Yeah, I don't remember who else was involved. Okay. Um, I just mm-hmm. remember I remember some of the people that played in the games, but right. I don't remember. It's just too long ago. Right. Some of them still good friends. <laughs> and uh, blah, blah, blah. after I played in that game, that that was actually I, I took like a probably like a year-long hiatus from right. from gaming in general. Right. And then um, I was just like, ah, it's not fun anymore. And then uh, I came back at a um, game that uh, Bob was running. That's when I came back um, like full-time, I guess you could say. Right. Um, but before that, the game that I had played was, um, do you remember the Halloween party? At um, Karen English's yes, house, yes, I do. Yes. Yeah, that's that, where my stuff was stolen. That was the that was the like that was that game. That was the first one I ever played in Lombard. Oh, okay. Not not that particular night, but right. that okay. that actual game. That was like a, a boil over, like you know, it continued yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. That was like the the first time I had uh, I met Bob actually. Oh, okay. Like that, I, I, that wasn't the first time I met him, but like th- that game, like. Maybe a couple weeks before that specific game right. was when I first met him. Uh, first time I met Bob was at Brandon Wood's house for one of the brothers' birthdays, and we played L5R all night. So it was a pretty cool game, and he was a cool guy too. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was pretty young when he when he first came back up here. Right? Yeah. Anyways, let's not talk about yeah, somebody no, who's not here. No. But. No. Right. Um. So yeah, that that's. Uh, those are my pet peeves. Got it. Got it. Now, um, I guess it's kind of evolved into LARP. Is there anything you miss about it? Do I miss about LARP? Um, seeing everybody? You know, like, uh, obviously there's people that you don't want to see. Um, but there's definitely people you do want to see still. And right. um, now that we're not LARPing and it's mo- mostly just tabletop, um, yeah, there's definitely, like, people that, you know, you miss the – I guess you miss anything, though, that you used to do a lot and then don't do really anymore, right. you know? Uh, so yeah, that that would be what I miss about it—the people. Yeah, you know, I would say that, but all the people that um, <laughs> all the people that I liked from those games are now people I see on a fairly regular basis. Right. And the rest of the people I don't see because I didn't care for them. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> when we went to when we went to that game at uh, College of DuPage, right? And I had to see all those. That, so there was like all these old old people. Like I won't name names because uh, not that it really matters, but there there were people that I had not interacted with for a couple of years, and I was like, "Oh, it's you people." <laughs> I can I understand what you're saying. And then there were new people, and I was like, "Oh, maybe they're cool." And then I was like, "No, you suck too." Right, right. Well, there's a certain way that some people were taught, 
And then that kind of bled over to yeah, the new people. You mean like the way people were taught like to interact socially with other people? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It has yeah. nothing to do with gaming. No, well. no, no. It's it's how they it's, were, yeah. how they speak to people. It's, it's literally like how they were raised to interact with the human race. Right. And how they've failed at it. Um, but yeah, so I don't, I, the only thing that I miss is like the, there were, there were some fun occasions and, Definitely. and, and, you know, but it, th- overall the stress of it, it, it just got too much. It, I don't, I don't, you know, I can't, I don't, I don't go to games to deal with like people's nonsense. Right. It, it's kind of like, um, the drama llama. Why, right. why bring it around right. if, if, if you don't need it. And you're less apt to have a dramatic situation when there's like five or six people sitting in front of a table. Although That's, it still happened, though. Yeah, it, it does. It definitely still happens. Some people just are on just a, a natural part of their lives. But it's a lot less than the like the social club aspect of like a live action game. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Did you ever see that uh, that documentary about um, the LARPers that they play like some weird fantasy game uh, with foam weapons. It, yeah. It's not Nero, but it's like, okay. it's, it's like, yeah, that. there's actually a couple of them. Yeah. There's like a bunch of different variations on it. There's um, a documentary. It was on Netflix like a couple of years ago. Right. But it was about, I can't remember. Are you talking about the Paul Rudd movie? No, no, it's not a movie. No, I'm it's just, a, I'm it's, messing. It's, <laughs> but, uh, like, um, it like follows these people around. It's like a bunch of like fantasy kingdoms. And they're fighting for supremacy. And they have these like monthly or bi-weekly events where they go and like camp out for three or four nights and they, you know, they game the whole the whole weekend or whatever. And right. I, I know what you're talking about. I have not seen that documentary, but I do know people that do that every summer. Yeah, I've never done that before. That that's that's a little on the level of extreme for me. Yeah, I don't want to be hit with a foam anything. No. No. No, I, I can imagine. I, and I'm definitely not going to wear a medieval costume for four days. No, and no showers. No. Um, and I, a, anything you want, you either have to bring or buy from somebody that's decided to bring it. <laughs> I have very strong opinions about camping. I don't think that camping is a legitimate vacation because I don't Aww. think that your vacation should be pretending to be homeless. <laughs> I do not like camping. I did when I was a kid right? because I was a kid. Right. But as an adult, I do not believe in going out into the woods and sleeping in a tent for four days is in any way relaxing. Um, I actually have the opposite view. Um, I can see where you're coming from totally, but uh, you know, I was a Boy Scout. My son was a Boy Scout. Um, my parents took me on many campouts, so I like it. I mean, yeah, maybe fair. it was bred into me. I don't uh, know. No, that's fair. I, I was taking camping when I was a kid, but um, when you say the term Boy Scout, what's the, what's the, the key word in that? <laughs> Boy. <laughs> so yeah, not and it's uh, whatever. You do what you want. I I I can't be like oh, you're so stupid because you can't. Right. I just to me, in my brain, I would rather be at home or in a, like a hotel room than like, you know, pissing on a tree. Right. But sixty dollars for a hotel versus like eight to ten dollars for a campsite is there's a lot of difference. So when yeah, but you could just stay home. <laughs> you could, you could. I don't think staycation was invented back then. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, I don't have electricity anyway, so let's let's just get a tent and go out in the woods." Funny, but you know, it, I, I think I think camping like back in the day was probably a, a bit more entertaining because most people when they went camping, 
they went like fishing and hunting and right. Like I, I've I've been camping probably two dozen times. Right. I've never went hunting or fishing. Okay. I've gone to campgrounds. Right. Where we pitch our tents, then we light up the grill, then we bust out the alcohol. No campfire. No. Oh. You have a gr- well, you know, campfire late at night. Okay, yeah. okay. But you you bust out the grill to cook the burgers or whatever. All right. Um, you don't cook over a campfire because that's just ludicrous. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you just you you cook in your in your grill with your charcoal. Right, of course. But there's no like oh let's like go the cavemen did right. it. And and it's always been in Illinois. I, I went camping one time in Wisconsin, um, because a, a friend of mine, uh, his dad owned like some property in like the like the jungle of Wisconsin, right? Like that pine jungle. I don't, I don't even know what you'd call it, but like out in the middle of nowhere. But even that was on like undeveloped, like, like lots. Right. So there were like trailers. I, I hear so you. So it wasn't, I know what you're you know, about. I've never gone like, Oh, let's go up into Canada and rough it. Right. No, I wouldn't do that anyways. Cause I would die. Oh, I don't, I think you're not giving yourself enough credit. No, I'm giving myself just enough credit. <laughs> I read too many of those survival books, so I'm all like, let's I, do it. Yeah, no, I don't my I have no survival instincts. I have nothing. I'll eat the wrong thing, I'll fall into a river. I'm too fat, I can't swim. Did you ever go to uh what's that um place up north? Um it's like a big canyon. Uh, Starved Rock. Did you ever Oh yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. there. I went there when I was a kid. That place is cool. I think we I think we camped there when I was like real little. I don't yeah. know this this could be fake. I mean, you, you didn't die. Up. So no, no, good. I didn't. I didn't die. Like I was a pretty resourceful kid. Like right. you know, I run around and never broke a bone, and I occasionally climb a tree. But uh, I think we went camping there when I was a little kid, and I got sun poisoning. Oh, which is the worst. Like yeah, I can no, still remember it. Yeah. Like hot, cold, hot, cold, right. hot, cold. Yeah. Right. It's, so it's not a good experience. That's kind of maybe peppered my maybe emotional perspective on being out in the nature's right. Pain does do that to people, definitely. Um, so, uh, we can get back to gaming now. <laughs> kind of got off on a tangent. That's all right. Uh, it's cool. It's cool. Um, what would you rate your favorite games? How about that? Um, maybe top five. My top five favorite games. Um, I would say you could throw, want, you could throw games like, um, you know, Nintendo I could, or I could put like video games. Yeah, in there. go ahead. Okay. Just try to keep some RPGs, uh, tabletops. Okay. So I would say probably um, number five would probably be Chrono Trigger. That's a good game. Yeah. You're going old school there. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Um, Chrono Trigger, the original one for Super Nintendo. Yeah. Super Nintendo. Um, We're just going to go all video games here, basically. Um, So Chrono Trigger. Then I would say uh, The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past is probably number four. That's a good one. Um, number three, I'm going to say Skyrim is really? probably three? number three. You yeah. love that game. Yeah, yeah, I do. So one and two better be awesome. Um, number two would probably be Shadowrun. Uh, 64? The, no, uh, the tabletop Sega. game. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. So no, we went no, back. Yeah. Okay. yeah, no, not not the video game, but uh, Shadowrun, the, like, the actual tabletop right. game. The Sega game was good, though. Um, Did you ever play I it? I never played the Sega game. I played good. I played the new one that they came out with for PC that was kind of like one's that good one. That one's good, too, like yeah. A, like a, I don't know, reboot or whatever right. you want to call it. That's good. Uh, that was fun. 
and then number one is has got to be Vampire the Masquerade. I mean, I've played it basically nonstop for right. almost you know twenty years. Yeah. Um, so that one I, will probably be my favorite of all time because I've got. So Stupid amounts of information about it in my head that I can't, couldn't get rid of. Right, right, right. That's a, that's a good list. You kind of mixed it up. There. And you want to talk about like hours of play, right? Like so, Skyrim. I put in like eight hundred hours. That's a lot of hours, which is ridiculous. It's a stupid amount. Like I could have, right. I probably could have built a dam. <laughs> <laughs> I could have, I could have built if I had the resources. I could have literally built a house. Yeah, you probably could. In the time I spent building houses in that game. By yourself. Yeah, yeah, by myself. Right. I could have learned how to build a house, acquired the materials, and built a house. Right. That having been said, I, there was a time where I was playing Vampire the Masquerade like 20 hours a week. Right, right. For a number of years. Well, there was a lot of games back then. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and then like tabletop when you're not logging. And then there were times when, I don't know if you ever experienced this, we would play... We'd start at like 6 p.m. and we would just play overnight. Yes, I've done that a lot. Like it was like a oh, we're gonna play like a like an overnight game. Right. They would call it like, and then when the sun comes up, everybody goes home. Right. Because it's like you're it's like you're a vampire. Right. Right. <laughs> no, I've, I've played some of those. Those yeah. are those are cool. How about you? Top How about five? me? Top five. Um, I would probably put it um, Fallout. Maybe at five. The whole the whole. Yeah. Area so you know I never played the first two, uh, turn based. Yeah, fun, I, I fun, yeah I've seen them. Based. I I've watched YouTube videos of them. Right, and I was like, well, I don't need to play now. But yeah, okay, yeah, you play videos. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, then probably any Palladium game. They're all the same. They're interchangeable. Uh, so that would be next. Uh, Star Wars D six, L five R, and. D&D, probably any iteration of that. The Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. I started on Advanced Dungeons and Dragons, by the way. Okay. Called it AD&D. Right, AD&D. AD&D. Thaco. That Thaco was amazingly hard to get to grasp for some people. Yes, because it basically makes no sense. It it didn't make any sense. So when uh, when Wizards of the Coast took it over, uh, it was it was great. They just you roll a d twenty and you add your number to it. So right, I don't know why it took them so long to get there. It's like we're doing it in reverse. Right. <laughs> right. So like your your armor class would be zero, and that would be like really great. Um, yeah, the way it worked was, uh, zero was like maybe plate mail. It's been a while since I played advanced or first ed, um, or second ed. So it's been a while. So if I'm wrong, I'm sorry to those out there who want to bite my head off. Um, but, uh, it was zero was like the, the mid base. That was your Thaco. So you went up to negative 10 and plus 10 and like negative plus 10 was like, no armor, if I remember. Right. Or it was one of the two directions. Right. It's been the a lower, while. The lower, if memory lower, serves. Yeah, negative was better. The lower yes. your armor class was, the right. better. Right. So, you, you you know, you obviously took a, tw- uh, a 20-sided dice still. And, you know, if you had like a 15 Thaco, it was at zero. So when you went up, you would add to it. And when you went down, you would subtract from it, obviously. Right. So uh, that would tell you how hard it is to hit things. It's kind of, like okay. I said, complicated. To hit armor class zero, right? Yes. To hit armor class oh. zero, right. Sorry. It's cool that you pulled that out. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, some, that's some knowledge being dropped. Right. It's not, not even really. That's like just memory. I don't, I don't even. Yeah. I don't even know. So uh, I'm going to go take a peep. 
and I'll come right back. Base soul, take one. So before our break, we were talking about um, like our favorite games or whatever. Yes. So uh, video games. Let's talk about video games. Let's go there. So what are you looking forward to the most that's potentially coming out? Um, The three games I've got on uh, pre-order. That might be a topic, too, the merits of pre-ordering. Yeah. Um, uh, Fallout 4. Uh, Madden 16, because some friends recently got me watching football. I, I normally don't like sports at all, but they got me watching football, and you know the game's kind of cool because you're, you're actually playing the game, not just watching it. Um, and then Assassin's Creed. I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. Um, yeah, I, I haven't really enjoyed the last couple of Assassin's Creed games. Not even Black Flag? Uh, no. I actually didn't play Black Flag. I have it on my hard drive on my Xbox. Right. But I never actually got around to playing it. Give Problem it is, with school, yeah, uh, I don't really have a whole lot of time for gaming in general. Right. Um, so, like, video games have kind of taken a back seat. Um, and I bought uh, the Elder Scrolls Online game. Yes, you did. But I've only played it for, like, maybe three or four hours what level since I got it. Like, 12. So, not a whole lot going on there. Fallout... Um, when is that coming out? November, I think. Yeah, there's going to be some problems in my life when that comes out because <laughs> um, I was a I was a late arrival to the Fallout mm-hmm. game, you know. Period. Yeah. Like, I played it, and uh, I've I've probably told you this story like a hundred times, right. but but the listeners haven't. The, heard the it. first time I played Fallout, I played it for about four hours, and I was like, oh, I can't figure this game out. It doesn't make sense to me. And like, I was just like, well, I'll run over here, and everything killed me. Right. Did you play New Vegas or was that the three? This was the original one. Okay, so three. But this was after it had been out for probably a year. So the year edition maybe. It was, it, well, it was it was three. It was just straight three. Okay, okay. Um, I, I think I borrowed it from some, I think I borrowed it from you maybe. maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I didn't get it and I was just like, man, I don't really care for this game. Right. Other people played it and it looked fun, but it just didn't make sense to me. So then I went and... Um, I uh, I was introduced to Skyrim, which is not at all the same game. No, but same company is the same company, and a very similar like play style. Yes, and uh, that game I don't know. I just I had a completely different reaction. Fish hooked you, and I was I was totally hooked, and then I beat it a couple of times, and I was like, well, I need something else to play, so I decided to go back and try Fallout Three, and then. Yeah, that game, I was totally hooked to that game, too. But that was 
after the game had been out for like three years or whatever. Right, right. So I played New Vegas. I played, you know, all the little expansions and everything. So I'm totally going to end up right, right. lost. Well, apparently they took a lot of the feedback from Fallout 3, New Vegas, and Skyrim, and they're adding all that stuff that players wanted to the new one. Mm-hmm. So it, it's cool that Bethesda does that. Yeah, I've heard that there's a lot of uh, a lot of like different ways that you can play the game, and you know, like you can kind of tailor the gameplay to your play style. Right. So that's cool. I I, I dig that. Um, Madden, I don't like sports. I don't like sports games. I'm not usually. Good at I'm them. with you, uh, and I don't watch football. So <laughs> you're in the minority. Yes, that is quite true. I I have no interest in football whatsoever. So, um, and I'm, I kind of, um, I'm kind of done with Assassin's Creed. All right. I can hear you. A lot of people are. And it's funny that you're so excited about it because I, I remember watching you play four. Yeah. And you flipping your lid. Oh my God. So many times. Just, just, and, and that's, that's the problem that I have with those games is that every time I play them, right. There comes a point where I, I just, I'm like, what the fuck? What right. the fuck? Right. Nonstop. The game, they they all kind of drive me insane. Right. That That's how it was for one of the forts. If you've ever played Black Flag, that's four. He's, that's what he's talking about. Um, uh, if you've ever played it, you'll know that one at the very end of the last fort is like really hard. And then really I lost my shit when I was trying to fight the four special warships that are on each of the four corners. Yeah, those were really difficult. I did it, and I was really proud of myself afterwards. But normally, I don't push myself to things like that. If the game's really difficult, uh, I played um, Ghosts and Goblins, and I beat it one run through, and I found out you had to do it all over again. <laughs> and I turned my Nintendo off, like literally. Yeah. Like I'm not for super hard games. Like I, I play no. a game to enjoy it. Right. So if it's super hard, not that I play on easy. Right. But. You know, I'm not playing on the hardest difficulty. When we played Diablo 3, I didn't play on Torment 6 ever. No, no. Just because... I never played Diablo 3 either. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't I don't care much for, like, the overhead, like, uh, gauntlet-style games. You know what no, I mean? No, yeah, and no, I hear you. I'm not, not a really big fan of those. Um, although, I was... Uh, I played... Um, uh, what's that, like, D&D RPG that's free to play? Neverwinter. Yeah, I played Neverwinter... I enjoyed that. That was pretty fun. Did you get to sixty? Uh, yeah, I have a I have a character that's at sixty. Um, I just recently got to sixty, but I have not. I haven't played it since Elder Scrolls came out right. on Xbox. Uh, I I uh, so here's here's a question. Sure. Do you prefer to play games on your console or do you prefer to play them on your PC? Um, P. Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, I would prefer to play them on the console. But there's certain games that are only PC that I really like. Um, MacWarrior Online. I wish that was a console game. Yeah, never played it. Uh, um, Microsoft owns it. Microsoft makes Xbox. I don't see why there's a problem. Uh, what's going on? Yeah. Um, World of Tanks. It, it, okay, so um, MacWarrior Online is kind of like you're in a Mac. It's Battletech. But you're in a Mac, so one, you move the mouse, it moves the top half. The a- AWS right. moves the bottom half. So they have that in World of Tanks. One moves the turret, one moves the tank. So I don't see why there's a problem there. Right. But uh, I like the console better because it's designed for gaming. You know, you have to have a gaming computer to really 
have a computer based for gaming and that can get kind of expensive. Plus you got to keep it upgraded. You got to make sure you have the right drivers. Right. And all that's done for you on the console. You throw a disc in, if it doesn't work, you take it back to the manufacturer or you take it back to the place you bought it and they give you a new one. Yeah. For a lot of people, their big draw to console gaming is using a keyboard, keyboard and a mouse, especially like first person shooter games and stuff like that. It is more accurate. I have no interest in that. I have no. I don't have the high hand-eye coordination, right? To to do that effectively. So for me, it's like I'd rather just play in a console, right? It it takes all the guesswork out of it. I don't have to go. Oh, why isn't this working right? right. Oh, why? You know, I know. Okay, the server's down on my console. Well, okay, that's the that's the issue. Play a single player game, right? I'll play it single player for the most part. There's right, some right. games like some games you can't. Now, now that they're <coughs> now that they're releasing MMOs and stuff for the for the Xbox One and the PS4, like yeah, you're gonna have some issues, you know, occasionally playing a game because you can't get online, right? But and and that was the other thing too uh, that you know and this is way way old subject, but so many people like bitch and complain like oh this game I can't play it unless it's online I gotta be always online, yeah, like. Right. Why is that an issue? Right. Are you online all the time anyway? Do you not have internet? Right. (laughs) Then get internet. Like, that's your problem. Don't go buy a console. Right. Go pay for internet. Stupid. Right. 3600 baud router or uh, right <laughs> I, can't, I can't i can't play you, this because I, I have to be online oh that's that's unfortunate right if you're living in the united states and you can't afford internet then you probably shouldn't have a gaming console like yeah, yeah there there are for sure people that can't afford internet I, right. I don't fault them like whatever i don't live everybody's life right but if you have a gaming console or you have a pc and you are complaining because you have to be online to play a game and you can't get online, uh, tough. Right. Go buy internet. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. There's really cheap internet out there too. I mean, you don't need a high-speed data connection like no. some people say to play some of these games that just require internet. Yeah, no. You, you might not be playing like, you know, competitively Call of Duty or something like that, but right. you know, you'll still be able to get your updates and play and whatever. And then, you know, the complaint that, well, you know, I got to I got to pay for this Xbox Live or whatever. It's like, dude, it's sixty dollars a year. And they're you're paying for service and like, you know, the ability to connect to servers. And yeah, you're paying for things that are you're using. Right. I've never had a problem paying like 10 bucks a month for my entertainment. No. You know, and nowadays, like you're paying for. Netflix, you're paying for, you know, your Xbox Live. You're paying for like you, your entertainment is based off of the stuff that you're doing on the internet. So, like to me, that's not a valid excuse. No, no, it's so, not at all. And especially if you're playing a PC game, you know, if if you're just like okay, so one example I will agree with people on was SimCity. Like, right. I, I don't see why. No. Like, I'm just sitting here by myself playing a city building game. Right. There's no reason that you need to be online for that. I had a lot of issues with that game. I, I think everyone in the world had a lot of issues with that right. game. I actually never played it. Like, that, I, I was I was interested. Like, I'm a SimCity. Like, oh, that sounds right. really cool. But as soon as I heard all the complaints, I was like, yeah, I'll pass on that one. See, mine wasn't even the, the always online. I didn't really have a complaint about that. Because, again, we're always online, at least with us. Um, but my, my complaint was you had a certain square and that was all you could build in. And you're looking at all this area outside of your square, and you're just like, why can't I just build there? 
So it didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. I never even saw the game played. But. Right. That's the biggest problem I had. So what games are you playing right now? Like, uh, what's, what's the Witcher game? Witcher 3. I saw that. That looks really cool. It is I amazing. It, it's hard. It's a hard game. Yeah. Uh, but it's like, not like kick your ass hard where you don't want to play anymore. It's right. it's fun. Um, Neverwinter. Like uh-huh. I said, I just got to 60. Um, I try all these little games that Microsoft gives away for free. That's really uh-huh. cool that they do that. I don't uh, have any more space on my hard drive. Otherwise, I would too. You should get an external. I, obviously, money might come into that problem. But mm-hmm. uh, for those that don't know, you can get an external for your Xbox and then when you lo- you could take it with you, and mm-hmm. then when you log in somewhere else and plug your external in, is it all like your a special there. external hard drive no, for it's Xboxes? Any external hard drive? Oh, that's I have three um, USB. Come on, I got this. There you go. Plug it but, in. Yeah, I haven't uh, I haven't bothered to try that. So right, so, learn something new every day. Well, there you go. Um, as far as uh, what else I'm playing, uh, MacWarrior Online. Uh, is pretty much all I have time for is those those games right there. Did you ever play Fez? I did when it first came out on the 360. Yeah, I showed somebody that game the other day, and they were like tripping out, like they're like, "Oh, I don't understand." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, it's kind of a weird game, but I liked it." Yeah, it 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 was like one of those games where, like, every once in a while, and this is this is why I play Minecraft every once in a while. Right. Sometimes you just want a game where you can just kind of like. Just chill, and there's no. You're just like eh, whatever. There's no stress. You're just like doing something like weird and repetitive, and there's no like oh, I got to beat this challenge. I got it's like whatever. I just jump up to this platform and figure it out. You've built some pretty cool stuff in Minecraft, though. Yeah, I'm still. Uh, every once in a while, I go in and play and fool around with it a little bit more. I've never played the game Minecraft. Right. I don't think you've ever played. Um, survival no, no no i've never yeah. i've never been like oh let's throw some monsters into this mix no right i, I don't play creative no i i only play creative right I, I only do it just so i can be like oh look at this bridge i built it looks so cool <laughs> all right well i'm gonna go to bed now <laughs> I, I, like that's that's what i do if i if i'm like all i want to do today is listen to podcasts right or something like that or listen to like people talk you know like a talk show or something right that's what i'll do i'll just throw on Minecraft and right. just play that and just play in my own little world and nobody ever bothers me and I don't have to worry about anything blowing up. And then I, every once in a while I just like run around and go, oh, look at all this cool stuff I built. And it's another one of those things where had I devoted that time to something constructive in the real world, like I could have learned how to fix cars or something. Right, right. Did you ever play it on the computer, Minecraft? No, no, I never did. There's some wild shit on there. Yeah, it seems like too too vast of an undertaking for me. Right. I like to have my entertainment kind of like spoon-fed to me. Got it. Like I don't I don't like to go and look for things. Right. You know, if if there's like, "Oh, look, there's this new update." You could just download this. Now you can do this. I'm like, "Oh, cool." Right. But if I have to like go, that's the other reason why I never played Skyrim on the PC. Okay. Cuz I'm sure it would be way more fun, way better, like look, you know, magnificent. But if I if I had to like go and look for things, right. Like you know, people are always like, "Oh, the add-ons. You got to get the, the mods, the mods." Yeah, yeah, the, the the mods. And I'm like, "But that requires effort on my part." Right. You got to make sure they work. You right. Gotta, like, and I I'm not them. no, that's that's like Right. It's just not, it, it doesn't work for me. I don't I don't do that. I don't have that kind of brain. I just get frustrated and throw it away. Back to Fallout with mods. Um, the Fallout Four, you're, you're going to be able to use uh, mods created on the PC 
on the that's, Xbox One. That's that's magical. Yes. No, that's awesome. Yeah. No, it really is like... I don't know how it's going to work, but well, that's what they've promised. You know what's coming out today, right? No. What? Windows 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I, yeah, I just Windows 10. We're, I thought we were on the gaming subject. No, no, no. No, it's not, nothing to do with game. Although, right. what is today? Today's Wednesday? Games it's come out on Wednesday? Yeah, no games I don't think come out Wednesday. Was it Tuesday? Maybe Sony's released Tuesday, Wednesday? What, what day is comic, comic day? Is, is game day. Tuesday. Is it the same day? I think so. Okay. I don't buy comics anymore. But yeah. Yes. I, well, I haven't bought. So, here's an interesting comic thing. Um, I have a book of yours. It's still at my house. Okay. Uh, it's the Elric of yes. Bell on the Bone yes. book. So there is a series of graphic novels All right. that came out. You know I'm going to buy them now, right? <laughs> let, me, <laughs> let me get to why you just may not. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So back in February, I ordered the first uh, Elric freaking uh, graphic novel from a local comic book shop. And... Uh, yeah, they were like, okay, well, we'll order it for you, and we'll call you when it comes in. So I get a call. I also, as a side note, I also ordered like 30 Punisher comics. Okay, so it's a big order. Right. Yeah. So um, like three weeks later, I get a call, and they're like, oh, yeah, you can come and uh, pick up your comic books that you ordered. And so I was like, okay. So I go in. And it was like a week later because I didn't wait till I get paid. And I got the remaining comics from my uh, Punisher the collection and i was like hey uh did that um did that comic ever come in and they're like what comic are you talking about and i'm like you know the one that i ordered in february and they're like oh oh, oh we gotta look it up so they look it up they look it up nothing and i'm like it's been like two weeks like i probably could have just ordered it online right and they're like yeah uh you know it hasn't come in yet so we'll we'll keep you know we'll just check back with us in a in like a week or two so when was this? This was the first time I went in to order it was in February. Okay, but when was this that you picked up your Punisher comics? Mm, April. Okay, you could get anything shipped anywhere in the world in that amount of time. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so it's now July 29th. Right. I still haven't heard from them about no. it. No, all right. Maybe you should have gone through Amazon. Yeah, you it's it's it just may not be available. It might not. You're right. You're right. Did you ever read that book though? I, I have not. Okay. No, actually I forgot that I had it. Okay. I read like the first chapter of it. I think I'm on book three. <coughs> yeah, I read like the first chapter of it and then I set it down. See, I have a, I have a problem when it comes to like reading nowadays. Like I will start a book and I'll be all about it. I'll be totally gung ho into it. And then, you know, something else will happen and I'll set it down somewhere and then I'll forget I was even reading it. Right. And then it gets shuffled into the other books. Right. Like a lot of times they end up in the bathroom because that's the library uh, or they end up like I'll, I'll set them like in a desk drawer. Like, oh, I'll just leave it here. I, I won't forget about it. And then I inevitably forget about it. So yesterday I was cleaning my room and I found it and I was like oh yeah this is that book that Chance wanted back like <laughs> six months ago <laughs> right um, so yeah that one and then uh, our buddy Chris lent me like three UFO books we should probably say what that book that we're talking about is just I mean, uh, we've only well, briefly yeah, what, mentioned what some it? of it what is it called uh, Elric of Meliborn uh -huh. and it's by Michael Moore Michael Moorcock yeah Michael Moorcock <laughs> so silly to say, but yes. <laughs> to hear it is. repeated back. Michael Moorcock. Um, a series of books about uh, um, 
I don't even know how you would describe he's it. He's like, like an albino dark elf. Yeah, he it's 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 fantasy. It's like high fantasy about this guy and his sword. Uh, I think there's a little more nuances than that, but yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, he's got some disease where only magic can um, sustain him. Um, he comes from an evil society where they do things a certain way, and uh, you know, like Dritzt, he kind of rebels against that. Um, and wants to explore the world. But um, I don't know which one was written first, so I can't really say one copied the other. Maybe somebody out there does. I think that... uh, I want to say that the Michael Moorcock stuff was earlier. Probably. I think think that stuff's from, like, the 70s. You might be right. I don't think that, like, the Forgotten Realms stuff came out until, like, the mid to late 80s or maybe even... You are probably correct. Uh, I just didn't want to hard fact it. Yeah, no, we're definitely not stating anything, uh, you know, matter of factly. Uh, nothing that I say ever should be taken as fact <laughs> by anybody. Uh, that's just a small disclaimer. Because uh, we're, we're doing no research here. We're just we're no. just jaw jacking, spitballing it. Um, but yeah, uh, I haven't read that one. Um, what happened was, I started reading it, and then, of course, like I said, it kind of like got misplaced. Right. And then I started reading the Dark Tower books again. Okay. So I was just like, man, this looks good to read again. So then I read the first three of those. I read the first two, and I started reading the third one. And then, yeah, it's right. It's just kind of like petered off. So I don't know. It's a lot harder to like get the time to like. Are, are you reading anything reading. right now? Uh, no. No. No, I don't. I have no time. I'm reading some Battletech novels in the wall, in the bathroom as well. The library. <laughs> yeah, see, I, the library is the worst place for me to read because I'm like a 10-minute and done guy. Like, ah. like my, I, my legs start falling asleep. I like I that can't. problem too. Yeah, they need I to shift. We need to have toilets that are like ergonomically designed for like, lo- like long periods of time to sit. Million-dollar idea. I, I, they're probably out there already. They're, they're probably already a thing in Japan. I was at Menards. Um, we had to get a toilet seat, and they have heated, lit toilet seats. Are, were you aware of that? No. Why would you need a lit toilet seat? I don't know. I don't. I don't like the idea of having any kind of like advanced technology around a place where I urinate. Fair enough. I think that there's something inherently wrong about that, especially like. When you clean it, like, yeah, I don't know how you clean it. Let me clean my pee pee light. Does it have to be plugged in? (laughs) Is it battery powered? Yeah, because your toilet works completely off of like centrifugal force. Like, it doesn't, there's no power that powers a toilet. Right. And do you really want to take up one of those valuable uh, bathrooms? uh, You know, like, oh, my light went out. I got to change the bulb in my toilet. (laughs) I don't know, but they got like, they got like toilets in, in Japan that are like, they, they, like, test your blood pressure and wow. like tell you if you have any like deficiencies and stuff like you should look that up that the, they like they have like smart toilets in Japan we need that here we also need something that uh you know cleans your ass for you yeah. you know after you drop a deuce right I you like know toilet paper like a yeah but that's a lot of work right uh, the, the older yeah. i've gotten and this could be attributed to a number of different factors but the older I've gotten, it seems like the more difficult it is to properly clean my anus after I poop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say about that. Chair? I really Pardon don't. Me? I have a chair that's very angry. 
Oh, that's that's some. Thank you for that. Yeah, knowledge. I, you know, you know what does work, but they're very uh, they're costly, and I don't really have time for all that. Baby wipes. No, they're good. Yeah, no. yeah. I, I I strongly advise them, although I never use them because uh, for the longest time I basically I took all my shits at work. Right, those aren't supposed to be flushed though, so get the biodegradable ones. Yeah. Don't don't flush your baby wipes. My daughter I don't know what used this to do has that. to do with anything. No, my what? daughter used to do that. I'm just PSA. You know, she and then we had to call the plumber. Don't flush so. your baby wipes. Right. Yeah. So uh, pooping baby wipes. Anyways, um, what the hell were we talking about before I um, video games? Oh yeah 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 video games. I don't know how we got into that. I don't either. Um, no, we were talking about. Fantasy books. Right, fantasy books, yes. Um, what's your favorite series of fantasy books? Um, you know, this is going to be terrible because I haven't read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. I mean, novels-wise. I've read countless game books and, you know, whatever stories are within the game book I've read. Um, usually at the beginning of a book or sometimes as a, a separator for chapters. Um, but I think either that... Storyline, the Elric storyline, uh, or maybe some Battletech books that I've read. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't read typically, and I'm not exclusionary in this, but typically I don't read like books based off of like a gaming, right? You know, like I don't, I never read any Forgotten Realms books. I've read some. I read the. I read the Vampire the Masquerade novels that they came out with like in the early 2000s. Okay, and those were actually pretty solid. Um, but typically I don't, I'm not a fantasy guy. Okay. I, I like, like when I read, <coughs> I like, um, like near future science fiction and stuff like that. Um, like Philip K. Dick and, um, right. uh, Gibson and stuff like that. But, uh, um, the dark tower series is probably like my favorite. Well, I'll have to borrow that from you. Yeah. If, well, never it's an it. undertaking. So if you have the time. Well, I've got time right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll let you borrow them one at a time. I don't want to overwhelm you because there's like eight books in the series. Yeah. And they get ever increasingly larger as they go. All right. So, yeah, you start with one, see how you like it. First one's pretty old, though. I think it came out in, um, I think he wrote it like really in the early 70s. Right. So, like, as the books come out, like, his writing gets better as well. Right. So, you know. If you if you can get through the first one, the rest are, are easy. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the really first one's good too. Like that's not to say like one? oh you're gonna have to labor through it. No, no, the first one's good. All right, but if you can get hooked by the first one, then you're hooked. Yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, maybe I would say as a series, probably uh, Game of Thrones. Even though I've never read the books, I've only seen the show, but. Whatever. I think it still counts as the series of books. It was created books first, <laughs> yeah, right? But you didn't read them, so. Whatever. Whatever. Semantics. My, Semantics. my favorite series of books are uh, whatever that movie is. <laughs> my favorite series of books are the Ghostbusters books. Uh, I don't know if they were written before or after, but there's pictures in it. So, yeah. So, uh, comics, let's move into anime. All right, that's time for a subject I know nothing about. Oh, I'm Sounds sorry. Good. No, that's cool. That that's cool. That's um, well, maybe you'll go back and like if you've got time, you know, watch some of them. I probably won't, but okay. Anyways, well, uh, I'll, I'll I I will let you lead the dance and I'll follow. All right. Well, I'm not that knowledgeable. I just know what I like. Um, Akira. I've never um, seen it. Ghost in the Shell. 
Never seen it. Uh, the Robotech Macross series. Never seen them. Um, that you know, those are the old school ones that I grew up with. So my those, favorite those anime cool. is Fist of the North Star. All right, all right, I've seen it. I know what you're <laughs> talking about. Um, it was definitely interesting. Yep. Yeah. No, it was cool though. Uh, any anime from the '90s um, definitely was cool. Can was, I tell you which ones I hate? Sure. Dragon Ball Z. No, I, I, is that really anime? Is that isn't that America now? I mean, that's. Oh, it's it's. I as guess far it's as made I'm concerned to Japan a layman still. Yeah. I, look, I'm not talking about right now. Right. I'm talking about Dragon Ball Z. Right. From the Dragon Ball Z. Right. I I don't like that either. No, it is boring. Right. It is absolutely boring. Right. Um, I'm familiar with. Um, uh, I think it's called Bastard. Have right. you seen that? I have not. Okay. All right. Those those I I, I enjoy. So you're bringing something to the table. Uh, um, as far as like, what else do I know? What was um, the last one you watched? Last anime I watched. Yeah. Anything. Uh, I don't know what it's called. All right. But someone suggested that I watch an anime that was um, it was originally. Like made, um, do you, you hear about the guy that makes an anime that passed away? Yes, I don't know, like Angry Chicken or so. I don't, I don't know what it's called. I thought it was Studio Ghibli. I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, but maybe there, not. there was know, there was an yeah. anime guy that passed away. Okay, and he made this anime for like YouTube or whatever, like uh, you know, like ten minute, fifteen minute, whatever little okay. little things. Maybe it wasn't him then, and. I think it had something to do with colors as well, like red and black or something. I don't, right. I don't know, but it's on Netflix, and it's done in like a cell shade style. Okay, and it's like um, absolutely everything I hate about anime. It's cutesy girls. That's a lot of it with big weapons. Yep, like getting bitchy with other cute girls with big weapons. And fighting some uber bad guy. Right. And his legion of similarly dressed soldiers. Did you ever see Sailor Moon? Uh, unfortunately, I have. All right, so see, you, you got some school. Yeah, but right? I, don't, I don't like it. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't like <laughs> Sailor anything. <laughs> I, the only sailors I like are the guys that are manning giant guns on like a warship. All right. Those guys are cool. Right. They're, they're, but but yeah. they're real. Thank you, by the way. They're they're real. Yes, they are real. <laughs> I don't I don't like Sailor Moons. Okay. Fair enough. But she was like, oh you gotta watch this. And I was like, I don't really like anime. And she right. was like, just shut up, you'll like this. And I was like, but I don't really like anime. Right. And she was like, just watch it. And I didn't like it. Right. Because I don't like anime. I don't I don't dislike anime inherently. Right. But there are the like stereotypical standards of anime. Right. That I greatly dislike. But you watched it because she was a girl. Oh, I watched like five minutes of it. Oh, okay. And then I was like, this is shit. And All I right. turned it off. All right. So, yeah, no. It, it, there, there was no like, oh, well, you know, I'll sit. I'll endure this. Right. This person wasn't physically present. Oh, okay. And I gained nothing by even the five minutes that I watched it. So, yeah, I was like, no, I'm done with this. Well, I'm glad it was memorable enough to have a name. I can't remember the name. Into your so, head. Yeah. Right, right. I've been watching uh, Knights of Sidonia. I don't know what that is, but... It's like Robotech. So, So. giant robots, that's your thing. Yes, that fight aliens. Yeah, it's pretty much what I'd like to see Akira. I've seen parts of it, and what I saw of it looked cool, but 
Um, I don't I don't know enough about it to make a comment. You could borrow it. I could. Right. All right. Well, today that'll solve that. Right. I could borrow it in the future. <laughs> I will borrow it. He won't. And I will watch it. He won't, folks. <laughs> I could. I might. You know. I don't know. Don't don't automatically dismiss. Maybe I will. Um, it's interesting to me, so I don't have a reason not to. Right. It's, it's sci-fi. You like that? I do. Right. Um. Yeah, but other than that, they should make a maybe not anime style, but they should make like a Shadowrun uh, cartoon or or TV show. I don't care. I think Hasbro owns it anyways. I don't know why they don't. Right? You think they'd be all over that? Maybe they don't. Have, no, maybe, Top owns yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think they own it because anymore. Because Catalyst makes Shadowrun and BattleTech, and I know Catalyst or Tops owns BattleTech. Yeah, because so like Wizards of the Coast used to own them, right? But they sold uh, them. No, I don't think Wizards ever owned either one of those properties. Wizards owned the rights to make Star Wars for a little I bit. I know they did. Okay, you could be right. I'm not judging <laughs> you or questioning you. I'm saying I, actually, I don't I remember. Could, I could completely be wrong. Um, right. I could be remembering that incorrectly, but I'm pretty sure for a while um, WizKids owned the rights to Shadowrun, and I think... And I think WizKids, Hasbro. WizKids did own Battletech, so you might be right, but I don't know. Does Hasbro own? Yeah, Hasbro owns Wizards Wizkids? of the Coast. No, WizKids, not WizKids Wizards is Coast. owned by Wizards oh, of the Coast. Oh, is it? Yeah. I, I was unaware of that. Yeah. Oh, okay. See, you do learn something new every day. I think. Okay. I, I preface that with I could be wrong. Okay. But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what are you messing with over there? Cables. Cables. Because there's nothing more appropriate in a conversation <laughs> than the creaking of a mic arm. Right. For no goddamn reason. How dare you text message me? I'm in the middle of something. You fucking... We're all at bated breath now. Who, How dare you? Who nobody. Was it? Nobody. Talking to. All right. Um, to make sure that there's no nothing on the mic, I'll just continue to ramble here. Yeah. No, right. we're, we're good. It's, I should have put my phone on vibrate, but I, I, didn't I did because I'm, I'm a silly person. Right. Yeah. I am a silly, silly person. Speaking of vibrating phones, um, doesn't it just piss you off when people use their phone in the theaters still? You know what? Uh, I haven't been to the theater in a in a tragic uh, period of time. Oh, all right. It's been a long <laughs> last. Uh, what was the last movie I saw in the theater? I think the last movie I saw in the theater was Evil Dead. Oh, okay. Wow, that was some time. Did we go together? I think so. Okay, yeah, it was yeah, like you, me, and Bob went. Yeah, I, think. I definitely remember Bob being there. Yeah, I was there too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was there. I could have imagined that, but I'm pretty sure. When was that? Was it like last year? I think maybe two years ago. Oh, was yeah, it? Evil uh, Dead yeah. has been the new one. Yeah, folks, yeah, the, the new, new yeah. one. No, not not yeah. like you know that guy Bruce Campbell's right. Evil Dead. Like, right. isn't he not, making a new one now? They're coming out with a show. Oh, a show! Ash versus the Evil Dead. I think it's called. All right. I hope it's good. It probably won't be. Right. Well, that's Who's okay. Who's publishing it? What station? Stars, I think, or okay, something. it might not it's, it's be on bad a cable then. station. Okay, it might, it might be good. Stars I don't know who's involved with it, stuff. but uh, I mean, it, it, it could be good. I don't know, right? I'll wait for it to come out on Netflix because I don't, I'm not gonna go pay for stars or something to watch it, right? <coughs> um, you could watch it in my house, I have stars, yeah, but like, you know, I'm not just gonna be like, hey man, I want to, yeah, anyways, you're always welcome over. <laughs> I appreciate your hospitality, um. <laughs> But where were we? Oh yeah, movie theater. I haven't seen any of the movies that were on my list to see this year. That sounds horrible. I haven't seen the new Avengers. I haven't seen Mad Max. Okay. I haven't seen Ant Man. 
I don't know what else. I think those are the only ones that were. Like, I have not I seen give a crap Ant about. Man. I think I'm seeing it this weekend though. Yeah, I heard it's good. So I did too, and I was apprehensive because it's like they took his storylines away from the comics. You know, uh, he was a, one of the original Avengers, but he wasn't in the in the movies, and he created Ultron, but he didn't in the movies. Right. So it's like, why did they even make him? You well, know? you know, they had to adjust. Yeah, definitely for yeah. the cinematic universe. Right. Um, but Hank Pym. Like I'm him? glad it's not Hank Pym. No, no. Wait, who's Hank Pym then? Hank Pym. No, I know Hank Pym is the Ant-Man, but I mean, who, is anybody playing Hank Pym? Yeah, uh, uh, Michael Douglas. Oh, that's Hank Pym. Okay. Yeah, well, that's Hank Pym. So, so in the original Avengers, Hank Pym right. was Ant-Man. Right. And Hank Pym was the age of everybody else. Right. Well, in this like alternate movie timeline, I guess he's older, and he's Paul Rudd's character plays like who would be in the comic book universe the second incarnation of Ant-Man. Whoever that is. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember his name specifically. It doesn't matter. Hank Pym was a piece of garbage. <laughs> but, uh, not a lot of love here. For no, him. no. I, I have nothing but love for Hank Pym. But I come... I don't know. If, have you ever heard these fuck Hank Pym arguments? No. In the... <laughs> Do me a favor. When Bob comes back, ask him about. Ask him to tell you how he feels about Hank Pym. All right. Because I got nothing but shit. Well, he's not really. I, I I dare to say he's not really a superhero. You can go small and talk to ants, and then yeah, but that's for sure a superhero. Like that's uh, well, guess, like a super but, like, thing. You yeah, you can grow small. He's but... more of a superhero than Don't, what than freaking Hawkeye. Okay, okay. He's yeah. I don't know who you were gonna I, say. Well, <laughs> I, I I would almost go that far because. Hank Pym uh, is a genius. Yes, he's supposed so, to be. So yes. he's got he's got that going for him. Right. There's a lot of geniuses in the Marvel right. universe. Lots of geniuses. Right. And they all make awesome suits. Right. So that's okay. So there's Iron Man and Ant Man. They're yeah. equal on both of those 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 spectrums. Wait, wait, wait. There's super genius made a cool suit. Mr. Fantastic. Okay. So well, we won't get into him because he's. He's owned by Fox. Okay. So fuck Mr. Fantastic. All right, so we're staying to the continuity of Marvel. Right. So we'll stay we'll stay to the we'll, movies. We'll we'll go back and forth between the comic and the movie, okay. but we'll stay within the confines of Marvel's actually owning those characters. All right. So Hank Pym made a cool suit and he's a genius, right? Yes. Check. Uh Tony Stark, super genius, made a cool suit. Check. Okay. Tony Stark he can shoot things and fly. He's also super rich, and I love him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that, those aren't those aren't like values of the suit, right? <laughs> so he can fly and he can shoot super beams and stuff right. like that. There's some value to my love, though. Well, okay, but to this conversation, <laughs> there is none. Um, well, can he shrink his size? No. No. Can he enlarge his size? No. No. Can he talk to ants? No. Could he like I don't know. Like, get small enough to go inside you and, like, do surgery? That's kind of weird. On a molecular level, that sounds weird. Yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. So, you know... He can grow small. Ant-Man can't fire rockets, but how hard would it be to, like, attach a rocket to his freaking suit? Right, right. And he could, like, make all the ants come and jam up your suit. Right. There's there's a thing out there that talks about if he stayed the same density at his level, like he's supposed to, because he Uh keeps the same strength, that he would be, like, I don't know, maybe, like... The weight of uh, a neutronian star, or something. Yeah, like that old science thing tends to get in the way of the <laughs> right, right, the joys of the fantasy. But yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like, um, and like he can get real big, right? Well, not yet. I no. don't think. Oh yeah. Okay. According so, to the movies, yet he didn't take that vial. Okay. okay. There's two vials apparently. I haven't seen it. 
but I've heard there's two vials. Hank Pym, I guess, as uh, he gives him the the vial, but he doesn't give him the other vial. So we people speculate uh-huh. that the other vial is to grow big. Yeah. Um, why is it that the geniuses in our world don't like? Don capes and become superheroes. No, our geniuses warn of intelligence and nobody listens to them. Yeah. 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 Uh, we're talking about uh, Elon Musk and yeah. um, the other one in the wheelchair. I feel so bad. Oh, Hawking? Yeah, Steve yeah, Hawkins? there you go. Yeah. I feel so bad for getting him. Yeah. <clears throat> but him, yeah. Uh, they're like signing it. Are you talking about the, the treaty to ban right. killer robots? Right. What kind of future is it going to be without killer robots? Right. I want to. I want my time. I'm not going to get zombies, so I've been preparing for this for my whole life. Look, here's the truth of the matter. If you make robots that have artificial intelligence, how can you stop them from being killer robots? Right. They're going to figure a way around it. Right. And beyond that, like, why are robots going to... This is a morality question, I guess, but right. why would robots want to kill? It's not intelligent. Right. Well, a lot of people say that about aliens, too. If, like, aliens come to our world, just because we did it, why would why would they do it? Because they're coming to our world and they obviously are right. higher intelligence. But also, why wouldn't they? I, I mean, they could. Maybe they're hungry and we're food. They, we could be, but I just think if they can Maybe they master, feed off of our intelligence. Well, they they crack should, our brain open and they consume probably our... probably not nut. come to this planet then. Uh, some people. Uh, some people. Uh, maybe it's sentience they need. They must consume our spirits. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right. It could be anything. Right. Maybe they, they, just, they could already be here. They could just right. exist solely in the fifth dimension. They could know. be aliens that um, die by water. And they come to a planet that is 70% water. They don't consider themselves very smart then. No, no. That wasn't a movie, though. Yeah. Like a very, like, okay, so so War of the Worlds, that right. was great for, like, the 30s. But that was not the water. That was just our diseases. Either way. Right. Like, okay, let me, let me just ask you a question. Okay. If you, the scientist, the astrophysicist, the man who makes the space shuttles right. to send the astronauts off to another planet... If you were planning to invade a solar system, right? Like we're gonna go and whatever's there, we're gonna kill it because we need that world right. in particular, right? For whatever reason, for whatever reason, wouldn't you maybe send a probe down? Well, you before you went naked, you would probably think they would have, um, but maybe they just didn't have enough time to inoculate. They had enough time to travel at the speed of light. We don't know how fast they traveled, but we do. <laughs> we know we know <laughs> that they would have to have at least traveled. Light years in order Light to get years, here. Yes. Right. Yeah. So they either did it really, really slowly, which is unlikely. Probably. Or they did it really, really fast, which is unlikely, but more likely. Right. But they they were like, let's not put on a protective suit that might, you know, like, did they come from a planet of clay and marshmallows? Um, it was never. No. It's no. called bad writing. That's what it is. It's called shitty, shitty writing. Well, it certainly scared the shit out of people back then. Yeah, back then. Right. Back then, because back then it was like, oh, oh, oh that's crazy. Right. But now it's like, Thank you, God you God germs. Diseases. You germs, no shit. Right. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't, they were like, let's stay true to the source material. Right. That's a prime example of a time when you don't need to stay true to the source material. I was talking about signs, though. Oh, I never saw signs. Yeah. But... That was that M. Night Shyamalan movie, yes, right? Yes, where the, the aliens, like, the water is acid to them. He only made one ever, one good, two good movies. Which ones? I'll give him The Sixth Sense. Right. That was good. Okay. And then uh, that one with Bruce Willis and uh, 
Samuel yes, L. Jackson. Unbroken. Or unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yes, yeah. Unbreakable. That one was good. Slow, but but good. I thought it was, it was good. good no, at the end of the day. Right. But everything else he's made is. Yeah, that was kind of like a superhero movie. Kind of. It was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it definitely would so go it stays, in the superhero it stays list. Stays within our continuity of our discussions. Uh, but everything else that guy's made is just. I recently watched Wayward Pines. He had a thing to do with that. What is Wayward Pines? Uh, it's a um, show. It's a miniseries. So it definitely had a beginning and an ending because I've been getting sick of watching shows and then they set them up for season two and then you know, <laughs> they don't get like. I'm looking at you, Fox, for canceling things. Um, <laughs> you know, so you never get a closure. Uh, it's kind of like when a girlfriend breaks up to you and she's just like, you know. You know, fuck off. I'm not going to answer you, your calls anymore. Do you know what show I watched that was awful, but I couldn't stop watching it? What? Until I stopped watching it. The Under the Dome? You know, I, I still watch that, and I'm so mad at it. Like, it, I just it, get mad watching it. it. It's so bad. Yes. It is so... Look, Stephen King, this is a direct message to you. I've loved you since childhood, but stop making terrible shows. I, I don't really think it's him. I think he comes up with an idea, and then the show's like, oh, this is a good show. Let's and, just keep and it movies. going. And, and movies. movies. You're right. And your, movies. Your movies are... are I, have, I have requirements. Right. I need, I need to see certain things before I go. Right. If they're as bad as Under the Dome, I'm going to find you, and we're going to have a discussion. It was good. Under the Dome is garbage. Now it is. I like season one. Season, even season one. You didn't like season one? Look, I watched the whole thing, okay? Yes. I watched it front to back. Right, okay. But every episode, I was like, are you, really? I was like, what? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> what? Okay, uh, this is just getting, d- there's always like that guy in authority who just like right. goes over the edge, and, and then there's like these weird plots, and, and I was just like, was it the first episode of the second season, they introduce a new character? Yes, like how'd who, you get here? Who, yeah, who was like. Off somewhere hiding by herself. Spoilers, they did it again in this beginning of third. <laughs> <laughs> How do you hide that long? <coughs> well, yeah. I'm I'm rich person number two, and I right. really, really. Right. That was the girl, right? Yeah. 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 She hid on an island, she said. It's yeah. Like, what, you wouldn't have checked that island? Dumb. What? What's going on? She's got like a month's worth of food. Right. And... She took over the town. Right. It's dumb. With like guns and stuff. It's like, wait, what? Yeah. Um. That's, but I think that's the three, network. Th- a third season. Yeah, right now it's the third season. Oh. But I think that's the network. I don't think that's necessarily Stephen King. Like he's probably his, going. Look, his name's on it. He it bears is. some brunt of Fine. my discontent, but probably not all. Although of it. I heard that the book was really stupid too. So all right, well, I, I haven't read the book. I don't know. This is just what I heard. You Somebody write some told winners me. and you write some losers. Right. Well, <laughs> when you write as many stories as he does. He's got to hit yeah. sometimes. Yeah, look at L. Ron Hubbard. Oh, my God. He's well. like the world's <laughs> most prolific writer, and yes. he wrote mostly just a bunch of shit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right, right. All right, where so, were we? Uh, well, we got about five more minutes, and then uh, right. we're, we're about done here. So, yeah. um, It's been fun. Are you doing anything you'd like to share that you want people to see? And by people, the three people that might listen to this that you already know? Yeah, they probably already know everything I do. Um, I take pictures. Okay. Uh, and I've got a DeviantArt page, but I don't really update it ever. Okay. 
So do you want to share that or no? Okay. No. If, if Chance has got a DeviantArt page, he doesn't want to share it. Right. If you know me or you want to get to know me, uh, contact the the show and you know they'll or go fuck yourself. Or is basically for, what it, or go fuck yourself. <laughs> I like everybody listening. Don't listen to him. Yeah, I, I like everybody listening too. But I want to keep doing this. I, I like this. Occasionally, you have to go fuck yourself. Right. I've had fun this hour and a half or so. Well, I'm gonna try um, like every week or every couple of weeks to have somebody in. So. Right. Um, there's definitely a potential for this to occur uh, a second time. Um, we're going to play out to uh, my co-host, Lee. Uh, he left me a file to play <laughs> while he was gone. I haven't listened to it. I have no idea what's on it. So um, I'm going to play that, and um, hopefully we'll see you again next week. And, and maybe next week we'll be back on the actual radio. I don't, I don't know what happened. It's just like we got here and nothing worked. So we did this the old-fashioned way, which was just sit down, record it, and just play it out for, for you guys. So um, you can check me out on Twitter at Team Epic Win. You can um, go to my website. if you're, well, you're already on my website. So uh, it's utilitymuffinlabs.com. Or you can check out my YouTube page, which I haven't updated in a couple of weeks. But that's uh, Utility Muffin Labs as well. So until next week, peace. Talk to you later. Different. All right, well, help. As a superhero standing around, looking off buildings, peeping through windows at chicks, changing clothes, scaling buildings, walking back down, upside down. Riding on top of elevator shafts and stuff like that. Swinging from cables.